0: Welcome to the Leading for Impact podcast, where we spotlight influential leaders in the nation's second largest school district, LA Unified. I am Sophia Mendoza, director of LA Unified's Instructional Technology Initiative from the Division of Instruction. Together, co hosts Jamie Galgana and Francisco Canche bring you the voices of leading experts and practitioners who are making a positive impact on teaching and learning in their communities for all learners and families. On this episode of the Leading for Impact podcast, you will meet another influential leader and leading expert. Today, we have the pleasure of learning from Dr. Ana Saucedo. Dr. Salcedo has served the LA Unified community for over 20 plus years. She began her service as a math teacher and later went on to lead as a math instructional coach for secondary schools in Local District Northeast. Currently, Dr. Salcedo is the proud assistant principal at Arlita High School, located in Local District Northeast, where she is one of the 2006 founding administrators of Arlita High School, Welcome, Dr. Saucedo.
1: Thank you very much. I'm very honored to be here. And I'll be happy to share my, my humble experience and all my learning throughout these years. All right. Well, thank you again for
2: joining us, Dr. Saucedo. Let's go ahead and jump right in. So the title of our podcast is Leading for Impact, where we get to hear from leaders just like you who are making an impact on teaching and learning. So I see that you were part of the admin staff to open up the high school. Can you tell us more about that and also how you've made an impact in the field of education over your years with the district?
1: Yes, I opened the school with a whole bunch of people and I was a math teacher then coming from Sumar High School into Arlita High School. And when we opened up, it was a crucial time because it's a time that many of the schools were reorganized. So some of the students that were supposed to go to Monroe or to Poly High School ended up coming to Adelita. So students and teachers, everybody felt like we kind of didn't really belong at the beginning, but then we started uh, to know each other and we became a big family. That was in 2006. And I started as a teacher then, as a math teacher. I taught 10 years and then after After the 10 years, I started acting more of as an administrator, being a math instructional coach. So still teaching, but now teaching teachers, being able to influence teachers through my teaching and influence so many kids and families. And then I became an administrator here at Alida, still continuing with my function of instructional administrator. That's really my passion. Education is my passion. I'm a teacher at heart. That's something that is part of me. And I think that my impact in the field of education started with math teaching, which is very hard to do. Math is one of those subjects that a lot of students struggle with. So you do have to help them get those barriers down and understand that anybody can do math. And once I was able to do that, then I was able to teach some gains and they get excited and then they start doing what they're supposed to, which is practicing. I see math a lot like a sport. And I would tell them, you know, if you have to better your average basket, if you're playing basketball, for example, then you have to practice and practice and practice and you don't get tired of practicing. Math might not be so much fun, but you still have to practice. The practice looks very different, but you still have to practice and practice and you can still get good at it. Anybody can do it. You just need to put your time and effort into it. And so I was able to get a lot of success with my students. We had a lot of fun. I taught 7 through 12, and it was really good to see that because then I could also share with some teachers that were struggling a little bit in bringing those barriers down and just believing in the students and making sure that they understood that they could do it. It doesn't come that easy to everyone, but for some of them, it does, and then you could use those to help the others, and then it just becomes a success altogether. So that's one of the reasons that I really, really think that education is the key to success. And then instruction is really what pushes that in the direction of success.
3: Ms. Alcedo, I love your analogy of how practicing a sport, you know, practice makes perfect, right? So it's that same analogy towards math, because I really do use that with my own family. So like, whatever you want to do, you just really have to practice regardless of it's math, English, and instrument. But I, I like how you said you've had success with that. So thank you for that. Now that we know a little bit from your past, will you share with us some initiatives that you're working to advance teaching and learning there at Arvita High School?
1: One of the pieces that I oversee is also parent involvement, because I think that they are the connection between the school and the students. We need to make sure that everybody's on the same page, and it does take a village to, to raise those kids and to make sure that they are solid when they leave us. So I try to... First, at the beginning of the year, do a little survey to see what they're interested in. And then we offer uh, workshops every month for parents on the pieces that they were interested in. I'm also in charge of instruction. And as part of instruction, I believe that we need to make sure that our kids are prepared, that they have a solid education with us, and that they are able to adapt to change because our world is very different from the world that we had when we were their age. So uh, nothing is just space and it's not like another generation just going through every year. We have so many changes. Right now, the pandemic is a perfect example on how we have to adapt. Even educators, we are teaching a little bit different. We are giving access uh, when they are not here. That's where technology comes in. I think that our students need to have a good, solid education that involves technology as well so that they are able to have a place where they can get sources of information. They should be able to know what works and what doesn't, analyze that information and use it for their own good. We do these changes, I think, one generation at a time. And like I say, every generation is different, especially now. And one of the programs that we have is our computer science program, which is part of the TEALS program. And I love that program because not only are kids learning to program and use uh, technology, but also... We have people from Microsoft, we have people from the outside, from private and public sector that are in our classrooms with the teacher. So the teacher can do the instruction and bring on some activities, but they can bring the reality of the world and they can say how they have succeeded, what the kids can look up to in the future, like what will get them excited about staying in the computer science field. And for some of them that don't decide to stay in the field, I think those are skills that they will need forever, and they can take with them, and that should make them feel better in the future. Another thing that I like is we have our CTE programs, which are related. We have engineering, and we have robotics, and then we have the business entrepreneur for our leadership team, for our kids, the leadership group, and that helps them budget, and then, again, technology is part of it, because they have to bring in certain things that they need to show their other students when they prepare their activities, um, so bottom line is really technology is needed and it's something that we offer and that I expect to offer more as we go. And the best part would be to see them come back after they graduate and share with us and share with other students, which we do once in a while. We try to stay in contact and we bring them back to tell the students because we don't want to be just the ones telling. They're like, yeah, you, you're we're not even there. But the kids know they're like, this is what I'm doing now. And so they share with our students. And I think that's the best thing to have them impact their own community little by little as they start coming back to us.
2: Thank you for sharing that. Yes, I think it's so key for students to be in a position of leadership so they could mentor other students. Those students could be working in that private or public sector, coming back, teaching the TEALS course. We're so glad that you are involved in the TEALS program, engaging in computer science. I know you really touched on your role as the AP focus on parent involvement instruction, the technology aspect of instruction. So my question for you is, how do you see the future at Arlita High School the next couple years down, maybe five years down the road? What's in store for your school?
1: Well, I see our programs evolving and maybe even adding other CTE or programs that involve technology so that our students are ready when they leave us. Not only they have their high school diploma, a certificate that can help them in the workforce, as they study, they can also work. But I also see them using all of those skills to improve their community when they come back. So what we are going to do here is continue to build on those programs Continue to have the ones that are more advanced share with the other students and our teachers continue to give them training and we give them the opportunity to go out and get training as well from other places that will improve their techniques and improve their teaching so that our students can get the best out of it we have to think that we are actually Preparing kids for jobs that we don't even know will exist, right? Right now, we know what is out there, but things are changing so much that we just need to prepare them to be able to deal with that change and to adjust as they move on when they leave us. So more technology for us, more of those classes and our students taking advantage of those in their own classrooms, but then outside as they leave us as well.
3: Ms. Alcedo, well, I want to say first, thank you for your support in the instructional technology field and bringing all these opportunities to the students of Arlita and the Northeast neighborhoods where in the vastness of the city, some pockets are forgotten about. I also really enjoyed the aspect of people of are Really, It is a community, right? A lot of them do come back and, and they care about the community and they want to give back. So also, thank you for continuing that legacy there and implementing that and making sure the kids know their social responsibility and their social equity. they the importance of that. As we wrap up, what might be the final thoughts for our listeners around Leading for Impact?
1: I think my final thoughts would be, and I know that people say that, but I mean it because I experienced it. You can always be what you want to be. There is nothing that will stop you, no race, no beliefs that you might have. My parents cannot pay for education. We just came to the United States. I mean, there is a way around everything. If you have a plan, if you make good choices, and if you focus on a goal as you move through education, and that's something that... We also try to convey here in our advisory program. We start from ninth grade through 12th grade. They stay with the same teachers, same group of students as they grow and evolve. And then we have them reflect every year on the year before so that they can see that things can be done. You just have to have the right mindset, growth mindset. You have to be solid on your goals and you just look at the route ahead. And then all of the obstacles that might be in the way they can be taken care of. You can work with that and you can succeed. You can overcome them. I'm a perfect example of that. As I was growing up, I came here when I was 17. So I came to actually this same community. I went to Monroe, graduated from there. And then I went to Valley College. And then from there to CISA and I finished my bachelor's in math. From there, I went to UCLA, got my credential to teach. And then I was able to get my master's in administration. And my doctorate five years ago in education. So I was a family of six kids and my parents in an apartment with two bedrooms. They couldn't pay for my school. I just worked and went to school. And I still was able to do it, even without loans, which was better because I didn't have a lot to pay at the end. Like now it's a little more expensive, maybe. But I think that there are ways around that that shouldn't stop students. They should still get their education. They should still learn, get all the skills they need, which is where technology comes in, and then be able to go out there and make a difference.
2: Wow, you are truly inspiring. Thank you so much for setting the example for the Arlita community about if you can dream it, you can do it. Thank you so much for sharing that story with us. Thank you. Thank you so much for allowing me to share. We're really proud of you (laughs) and Arlita High School.
1: This is really our family away from our family. Uh, When I come every morning, I don't even think I'm working. I'm like, I'm so glad they pay me to do this because I enjoy it every day that I'm here.
2: You could tell that you enjoy it. So I I bet that creates waves and everybody is just smiling when they're around you because they could feel that positive energy. Dr. Salcido, it's been such a pleasure having you on our podcast. We really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to share with our listeners how you're taking down barriers for students, how you're inspiring others to follow their path and to lead for impact. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being
1: with us today. Thank you so much for letting me share. I appreciate it.
3: This wraps up our inspirational episode with Dr. Ana Salcido proud assistant principal of Arlita High School in local District Northeast. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you on our next episode of the Leading for Impact podcast, brought to you by LA Unified's Division of Instruction and the Instructional Technology Initiative.